Hello, and welcome to Rehearse the Truth, a podcast where we equip and empower believers in the arts to prophetically and creatively broadcast God's light into the darkness and reclaim the arts for the kingdom. Hello, and welcome back. Yes, new place, new place. I know it. Um, I am in my old stomping grounds, and I'm riding solo today, um, but missing Craig and Cassie. But I'm really, really pumped about today, and it feels ridiculously cool that I am back um, in Virginia where I'm sitting amongst you can, if you're on the screen, which at this point, I suggest you go to the video because I kid you not, we might share a little bit of surprises of old photos somewhere here or there. Um, yeah, they're all like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Um, but um, these. So back in the day, remember when I mentioned that I was a director and a choreographer? Well, I am now sitting with students who at the time used to be elementary and middle schoolers. And now they are. <laughs> Either old. finishing, old. <laughs> they're either finishing um, senior year of high school, Ooh. or okay, okay, um, or we have some that are in college. Which, oh my gosh, um, so it is very crazy. Um, all right, so I'm just gonna go around, and you can just. Um, oh, my bad. Okay, so specifically, we were all in one show together, which um, is named, like, it's classic. Like, if you don't do it in the elementary or middle school years, were you truly a theater nerd, um, in a sense? (laughs) Um, So we did Annie all together. And so I'm going to have them kind of share their name and then what their role was, and then we'll get into it today. Okay, hit it us. My name is Aaron Hall, and I played Rooster. And and whoever the old guy was that poses as her dad to like kidnap her at the end, but mostly Rooster. So sweet, sweet. My name is Kaylee Jeffco, and I played Lily. So me and Rooster are sitting next to each other, so that's fun. My name's Katia Preston, and I played Susie Q, which is a made-up character, but it was a fun character. Yes, Katia was like so stinking cute. She came in and like. Her like smile lit up the room and I was like, I don't even we don't have a part. We got to make a part because <laughs> is she too cute? So and I'm Courtney Bemisel and I played Annie. Oh, OK, OK. <laughs> tomorrow. Um, <laughs> I, I, I know I'm going to try not to do that. I've thought of many a puns, but I will hold them um, for those who are listening. But um, OK, so. In that, I just like, oh, my gosh, I remember that time of my life. I was I was actually the age that you guys are, which is radical. I know. Um, And you may have thought I was so much older. I wasn't, Um, (laughs) which is so crazy. But I truly was. I was um, I was thinking about it this morning when I was prepping in my quiet time. And I was like, oh, Jesus, this is such a full circle picture Um, to be able to stand in the place of being the age that you guys are in to be dealing with the same kind of like life questions and everything like that. But what was so cool about um, LCA and having the opportunity to go back and direct and choreograph. It was such a space where I truly did not know what I was doing at all. And I remember getting asked, um, Hey, why don't we do an elementary and middle school? And I was like, yeah, no problem. Like what, whatever, like that's not a big deal. And they're like, okay, great. You're going to run the whole thing. And I was like, yeah, okay. At the age of 18, let's do this thing. And, um, 
And it was crazy, but it also was like so, so cool because that cast was what, like over 60 people? And um, it was big. <laughs> it was big. And it was, it was a bunch of children and like of all ages. Um, and it was beautiful, but it was also insanity. Um, and then we had all the parents too combined in that. And then we were in a new facility we had never used. I mean, there was just so many things that we encountered. Um, but it was so cool to just see how that was such a special time um and that is why i just we were going through and prepping and we wanted to bring you all back and i'm so thankful um that you guys graciously gave into my um my my plea of please join me um but <laughs> it was kind of radical because within like seconds i was like oh my gosh they're gonna do it um and i was like wow we gotta get this ready um so we're gonna do a bit of rapid fire questions just to be able to get to know you guys um because why not um so aaron why don't you kick us off Okay, rapid fire question for Kaylee. (laughs) She says she's unprepared. Okay. (laughs) Okay. If you could buy any type of food right now, what would you buy? Ooh, I would get tropical smoothie right now with a chicken pesto on the side (laughs) and barbecue chips, the baked ones. I was prepared for that one. That's a good one. Okay. All right, your turn. Okay, Kadia. What is one of the things you would put on your bucket list right now if you could? Oh, definitely to go to all states, all the states. All 50. Oh, all. Everyone. Not everyone. All 50 states here. <laughs> <laughs> Not every single one of them, but that would be cool too. But to go to all 50 states. And it's like take pictures like where he says like Each welcome one. to. Okay. Yeah. Is there one that you like really want to go to? Texas. Oh. Girl, what what Texas? <laughs> Come on now. My gosh, book a flight. Um, <laughs> Come on. Okay, court. Oh, oh wait, Katia, Katia got to okay, ask. Okay, here's your question. We're playing like we're playing a little bit of mic. Um so if there's issues, it's because just bear with with us. We're playing like telephone in a way. <laughs> if you could be any flavor of ice cream, what ice cream flavor would you be and why? Ooh. Probably like mint chocolate chip. Okay. That's what I was going to say. I'm, I'm a little icy, a little cold. <laughs> She's got a full description on why. Still fresh. Exactly. That's awesome. Fresh. Okay. So, Aaron, if you were stranded on a tropical island, what two things would you want with you? Oh. Are you ready? Oh, go I feel for like it. I have the hardest question. Yeah. Oh. I didn't want this one. Okay. Um, two things. I will bring an entire freestanding unit of Chick Fil A. You would, of course, because well, you <laughs> oh can. Oh my gosh, you can't and, live without it. Like- <laughs> and um, oh, I don't know. That's a good question. Does Wi Fi count? Uh, <laughs> can uh, I bring uh, them up? What about water? You're on an <laughs> island. There's water. Everywhere. You did not just say Wi Fi. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm being what, funny. What you Wi Fi for, <laughs> for your Bible app, of course. I can get my Bible app. <laughs> Because that's not one of the two things. It's always with yeah, them. Right. Oh. Well, then a phone with Wi-Fi. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I have no idea. Okay, well, that's good. All right. Oh, I probably wouldn't take the cruise ship in the first place to get there. <laughs> Aaron doesn't do water or the sun. Um, he's got or a the bit outdoors. of a pale, <laughs> pale If you're watching the uh, video, complexion. I'm probably porcelain right now. <laughs> Not pale. Porcelain. All right. All right. We got to tone it down. Tone it down. I don't know if we're going to get through this, but that was good. Um, all right. So um, let's see. We're going to, now we're going to switch it a little bit into actually 
I kind of was telling you guys how we're in a series right now that's literally how do you how do you rehearse the truth over the lies that you can easily team up with um right and especially in this industry and especially with this career field of performing arts or any sort of like it's it's inevitable that you can easily encounter something that is hard to get through, is hard to kind of overcompensate for something that could have just been even given as a no, but then all of a sudden you see it as something completely different. And so how important it is to rehearse truth on the daily and understand that it's the daily bread and it sets you free and that you are not owned by those lies, but that God is way bigger than all of that. And so with that, um, I remember in Annie specifically for me, um, when it came to being this young um, and being in a place where it was like all of a sudden overnight, um, I like a lot of people on the outskirts saw me as and I'm sure you guys could probably speak into this. You probably saw me as this like strong person and she was a get her done person and nothing like feared her and they're all mm. nodding their heads. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and so um, and so even to the point where you guys were like, yes, we believe in you, but we scared of you. Um, and yeah. oh, there it is. <laughs> I know. I know it. Um, but also I I had to kind of take that approach on to the fact of like, not that I had to carry myself in a different way, but really to own, um, I was wrestling with the, the issue of probably what you guys could have easily been wrestling with. Um, and if I understood at the time, maybe just grace, um, and what it meant to like really talk about it, then it would maybe have been a little bit different. But for me, I was dealing with issues of how, how am I going to be seen in the light of like the administration, um, the parents, all this stuff. And I really started to be, I, I could easily have spoken over to myself where it was like, I'm too young to handle this. And so that's kind of where God really, um, put me in a parameter to, know that my body is not my own and that my life is not my own and that I have to give it back unto him and allow for Holy Spirit within me to communicate and talk. And so in that season, um, that is truth that I had to constantly be ushering in and and repeating over my head on the daily and maybe walking away and crying about it for a little bit because there were some hard times in there where it was like, wow, this is a lot um, to handle all these emotions and children and parents (laughs) and all the things. Um, But with that being said i kind of want to hear from you guys um now again that experience was it was it good was it bad was it like what was those kind of defining moments for you um and then kind of we'll as we kind of grow into this conversation we'll talk about how kind of that has impacted um your life um just as much as it's impacted my life to even be carried into where we're sitting here geez how many years has it been it's probably been like eight years yeah um yeah yeah? okay glory to god um eight years do the math okay that's how old we is um so aaron i'm gonna start with you and just um kind of pick your brain on the fact of when what was the specific if there was a specific like lie that you were dealing with in that show or maybe just an experience of that that you can remember that if you don't mind like sharing yeah so i think it's actually interesting that you were saying that you were also kind of struggling with things more related to age and coming in as a leader and being like, oh, I'm so young, but then I have 60 kids that I'm also directing in a whole production team and we're taking on all of this and stuff. But I think 
like that was a huge show for me and I that's a show that I still like to this day will show people little YouTube mm-hmm. clips of and be like look my school did this when we were in middle school it was great and yada I yada you not I'm not gonna lie like I remember people coming at the very end and not to toot our own horns but um we I'm telling you if you ain't watching the visuals on this one come on now you best click off the podcast and go to the YouTube um, but anyways um that literally I remember having how many people like would rebuy tickets or they were just like mm-hmm. shook by the fact that it was um it was such a difference than like right. it was no little elementary here you are mm-hmm. standing on risers these people were in formations they were doing tricks and flips and all this stuff we weren't messing around we were like we think you're gonna like it here okay you're gonna love it here okay because it's good <laughs> watch us formation like, change that's a song reference if you don't know yeah. okay but sorry so no. keep going but anyways um just being like in that environment we also had a really young cast because i know courtney you were in what sixth grade fifth Fifth? oh my gosh i keep forgetting you're so much (laughs) younger so she's in fifth grade i'm in like seventh grade at the time you're sixth and you're fourth and so we already had like this younger cast and we also had a high school department that was doing like really well at the time Mm -hmm. um but just like in this whole atmosphere of like all of us kind of crusading this performance and we're like it's gonna be great you know whatever first ever right and it was so we felt pressure right um yeah i didn't know that wait wow i did not know that i think i think that you guys might have done like alice but like on the real stage in a real setting not in the choir room (laughs) yeah right so but like basically what i'm trying to culminate to saying is um with all of us being so young and just like kind of kickstarting all of this it it like often I'd be like oh I'm so young like one how could I be a leader in this cast or two like how could we as little kids like do any impact wow. to whatever the audience is or yeah. um, to the school or like the departments or just like the ex- excellence of theater and like honoring the Lord and the audience of one and stuff like that um, and so that was the biggest thing for me was just being so young and still like wanting to achieve all of those things or um, wanting to be a leader or wanting to be um, just an example for other believers or just for people in, in theater and like people at our school and just different things like that. So I think the verse that stuck out to me that I was like, I'm going to write that down so I don't forget it. Um, <laughs> but it's first Timothy four twelve and it says, don't let anyone think less of you because you were young, be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith and your purity. But so like you were just talking about being young and still being a leader. And I think that's something that kind of developed in those middle school years for me and then have carried throughout because I've kind of always found myself in a place of like it's me and then it's a bunch of older people, which I'm not saying like, wow, look at me. But um, it's just like I the Lord leads me into those places and he opens those opportunities and those doors. And so it's just really understanding how to be in that position and to still be young, but to also be an example. And just because someone's older than you doesn't mean that you can't also teach them. So just, yeah, I think that's kind of what stuck with me. That's awesome. (laughs) All right, Corey, I'm going to pass it on to you. Throw throw the ball and catch it. Um, oh, can't do that. So, <laughs> I'm in theater. So. <laughs> She's going to tap her way there. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, um, okay, so kind of just piggybacking off of that, what was something that you maybe had dealt with in that show, and how did God speak to you? Yeah, so during Annie, I just felt, again, it was a thing of I was only in fifth grade, and I just didn't feel like, I didn't feel worthy mm-hmm. or even ready to really, like, portray the story because it's really so deep if you think about it yeah um 
I, I just didn't feel ready at all. Um, but I know like you would keep drilling into me like it wasn't about me and how well I could portray the story. It was about like Christ living through me and how I performed and being able to reach others um, and reach myself at the same time. Because again, I didn't wow. feel ready wow. at all. Yeah. I To this day, if I went back, I don't even know if I could do it justice because it is so deep um, and has so much meaning to it. But that's just something that really hit me hard like as a fifth grader. Um, and broke me a lot. I cried a lot during that yeah, you show. Did. A lot. <laughs> there was many rehearsals where it was like, I just remember that was, we had to, we had to go to those places of like literally not being with the whole cast and we yeah. had to go into separate anointed rooms to be able to, to, to meet, mm-hmm. to meet the father firsthand because it was so heavy. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I had ever, again, Annie, it is, it's one of those shows that you just like automatically like it's it's done like mm-hmm. it's done but we wanted to bring it to a new level and really find this like that raw essence of whoa this is a real story of a kid who like yeah eventually gets to be adopted but mm-hmm. in the gap of not knowing if you're chosen is massive yeah massive so in that was there like an opportunity where the father really spoke to you like truth because you were saying like did he redeem those areas yeah, for sure. So there's one specific moment that I remember, like, you you have to remember this probably, but in, like, in our choir room when I was um, trying to, like, rehearse the big, like, showcase number of tomorrow, I just remember that day vividly of just having a terrible day. Like, as a little fifth grader, just having so much hurt and pain and anger. Um, and I just remember Amy pouring into me that, like, this song isn't just a song that a little kid singing on the stage. It's a song about a better tomorrow, a better tomorrow with our Lord um, and heaven. And just, I remember rehearsing that song that one specific day and I was in the middle of it, the heat of the song. And I remember looking in the back corner of that room and like just seeing something. I don't even know what I couldn't tell you, but I just remember that moment was one of the most like tangible moments of feeling the Lord um, that I've ever had. And since then, I've had a different view of the Lord. And through that moment, he poured into me that like, again, it's not about you. It's about my story um, and my like devotion to pouring into you. And I can like help you and help others through this song and through the show. And yeah, I couldn't have done it without the Lord and without your direction of like, this isn't my show. This isn't our show. This is his show. Mm -hmm. So we have to treat it as such. That was such a special moment. And that was a defining moment for me too. I remember Mm -hmm. being in that room and just being like, oh my gosh, he's in the room. And Mm -hmm. I remember even saying out loud, I was like, you see him and I see him. Mm -hmm. And um, it was radical. It was a radical moment to be able to stand there and just know that like, what a gift it was um, to have that happen through performing arts mm-hmm. like for so often we we chase after the audience um and we have a statement that we lived by um when whenever i was directing and i remember him giving it to me and and challenge it, it was a concept that i didn't understand but it was that challenge of the, we're gonna go after the audience of one yeah. and we're gonna go after the father's heart and and may he be glorified mm-hmm. may he be praised in in the midst of what we get to be a part of because also we believe that you're standing in the in the place of somebody else experiencing breakthrough. In that moment, mm-hmm. you experienced breakthrough um, like none other, yeah. and it redirected 
the narrative of your entire life. Oh, for sure. It's that's super cool. Thanks for sharing that. And I am so thankful that I was there that day and um, I wouldn't have wanted to be anywhere else because that changed me on so many levels. I could spend a little bit of time on that one, Um, (laughs) but uh, I'm going to pop it to um, Kaylee. And um, I remember this show was like, this was, this one was an interesting one for you. I feel like (laughs) it had, uh, it had the pizzazz and the sass and everything like that, but there was also like a light, like that you brought to just the cast in general that I don't even think you understood that you did. Um, I don't even know if you still do, um, but um, we go on to just keep reiterating it over your life. Um, but kind of share what, what may be something you were dealing with in that time and then how God spoke over you. Yeah. So it was honestly kind of hard to even remember like everything in the show, but I vividly remember like feeling very like, <laughs> like attacked like by the enemy I remember one night I just felt very like every single insecurity that I've ever had just feeling Mm -hmm. just very weighted and I just remember like falling down to my knees and just weeping all alone in my room and I was just like feeling very defeated having thoughts of like you're not good enough you don't deserve to be in this show like just like lots of negativity and I feel like I didn't even remember that until like you were asking us questions and I was like trying to think back and I was like oh my gosh like I didn't enjoy that moment, obviously, (laughs) but I feel like the Lord really taught me to put my identity in other things outside of theater. And I feel like it was like probably like one of our like first like bigger shows for like us as like little fifth and sixth graders and stuff. (laughs) But like I like treated theater as like it was a huge like thing in my life. And so like I feel like the Lord really broke me and like helped me reprioritize things in my life. And that definitely helped me prioritize my relationship with Christ over like, what part you got? What position am I on stage? Like, do I get a microphone? Like things like all those things (laughs) that like were a huge deal back then. So it's just like, honestly, a humbling moment, I think Mm. for me, but. And was there maybe a specific, I know that you were like, kind of like when Aaron shared his verse, you were like, that was mine. Yeah, that um, was mine. But w- from that, like, where was it that, why, why did God take you there for that specific scripture and to like kind of team up with what you were dealing yeah. with? Yeah, well, I think we all got into it like really young mm-hmm. and like, it's easy to allow like those insecurities and those doubts to speak truth over the real truth. Yeah. And so I feel like that verse especially Hits it right on the head. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better. Thanks for stealing my verse. Um, <laughs> it's everyone's yeah. verse. <laughs> no, no, that's awesome. No, that's yeah. super. And that's, again, I think that um, I'm just lis- like, I'm listening to you guys and I'm reminded of like, and I feel like compelled to like really, in a sense, like you were like, are you going to call us out earlier? Well, I don't even know if you know this and you don't because I didn't tell you the name of the company, but the name of the company is called Call Out Project. And um, yeah, so oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, that's okay. Holy Spirit, go ahead. Um, but in a sense, like I just feel like um, I think the gravity of being a director, being a teacher, being um, a person that sits in a class and, and be, is able to be an instructor or professor over whether it be kids or whether it be adults, like I don't care what age you are, you have an opportunity to um, speak life um, over um, anybody. And so I think it's so critical because we don't understand. Um, I remember being where you guys were at. I remember sitting in the place where I was wrestling with it, all the 
all the ish um, Mm -hmm. that brought with when I was in high school. And so then to be able to be asked to come back, I remember that I knew that I was being being set up, that I had to go in knowing that I had to champion you all to to walk in a different light, to to be able to stand in a different place. And so I don't know who's listening out there who's more so a teacher or something like that. But but today I feel like God is gonna reignite the spark in you to the point of like he's gonna he's gonna reignite the flame of why he called you there in the first place. Why 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 he designed you uniquely to be that person. There's there's a voice that's within you and it's so critical and it's so important to 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 stop and, and to give your day and to rehearse the truth of your life and and to be filled up and to be healed up because we need you in the classrooms. We need you in the rehearsal spaces. We need you in the hallways. We need you in these places. And and because these kids are are going through stuff right now in this generation that is unmatched, it is, um, it's undeniable and and it's, it's toxic. Um, And so if you can speak life, speak life, don't speak death. Um, But also, yes, you're being called out. (laughs) You're being called out to the point of like, he believes in you because why? Because he sees you because he knows you and he loves you. He is equipping and empowering you to then go back into the field to remain where he has called you to be. And so don't, without a shadow of a doubt, doubt the very fact of you are called to be that teacher. You are called Mm -hmm. to be that instructor. So just offer yourselves unto him in this moment. We're just going to pray over you guys right now. We're going to pray over the students um, that could be listening to this. And maybe you feel like Kaylee. Maybe you feel like there there's a moment where you don't feel seen, you don't feel heard, and you're dealing with all this stuff and worrying about I, I I'm busting my butt and I can never get this role or whatever it is, and, and and it's not about that. He wants to meet you in the quiet place right now, and he had to take you to that dark room so that you could understand his face. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, the uh, the 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 enemy tried to speak over you, but he, but who reigns supreme. Jesus, Mm -hmm. always and forever. Amen. So Father, we come to you right now and we thank you. We thank you for the teachers. We thank you for the instructors. We thank you for the professors, the unique positions of the directors, the choreographers, the stage managers, any position that can be in a powerful position of leadership. I speak healthy leadership over somebody's life today. I speak a a gentle answer turns away wrath. I I speak a, a, a level of love and level of compassion and grace. God, I pray that you reignite the spark within them to reignite the flame, to be able to know that they are chosen, that they are seen, that they're set apart for such a time like this, to be able to go back into those places of where you are calling them to be light within the darkness. And so God, would you do it? Would you go before them? We know that you are moving on behalf of them and you are sweeping over auditoriums and classrooms and rehearsal spaces. Even right now, as we declare, you are changing anew. Holy Spirit, you are welcomed back into those places. And these are going to be places of abide and they're going to be places of security and identity of who we are in Christ, God. So would you champion the people who stand in the position to be that voice, to be that voice of discernment and compassion? Would compassion come like none other? God, love like none other. We bless them in Jesus' holy name. God, I pray over the student right now. God, I pray for the student that might be sitting and feeling like they aren't even seen in this very moment, yet you are touching them on the forehead right now, and you are washing away what could have been labeled onto them. I I wipe it away in Jesus' name, and I declare peace over your life. I declare seen, known, and loved over your life. He is not done with you yet, and yet you might see it as a role, but he sees you as a kid, and nobody can ever take that away from you. You are 
son and a daughter of the most high king. And so fall into his arms, lean back into his arms and give unto him so he can rehearse the truth over your life. Because why? Because he needs you to go back into those places because there is freedom in the performing arts. And we believe that. And so we cover all of this in this precious and holy name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay. And Katia, because let's not, you know, skip a beat. Let's hear from you, my friend. Okay, so one thing I really struggle with is I was really young. I was in fourth grade. Everyone else was in fifth grade. I mean, like, fifth grade to me was like, you're big. Like, you're about to go to middle school. And then there's people in middle school, and I was like, okay, so I'm really young. Nice. And then that's, like, one thing I really struggle with. I was like, I am so young, and I have one line. I'm that's so scary to me. Like I, like if I don't do this one line right, like I'm terrible. Like I'm a terrible person. And I was like, it was a good up, line too. It was a really good line. Also, one thing I also struggled with that was a huge lie was when I saw that y'all had made up a character for me. Mm. I was like, they're only doing that because my dad works at the school. Mm. And I was like, speak to it. Yeah, and I was like. They just did that because they really like my dad and wow. he's like here and they didn't want to like make him upset or anything. And I that was like really hard for me. And I was like, on top of that, like, wow, like I'm really like I know I can dance, but like I can't speak in front of people. I can't sing in front of people. I like used to like hate singing in front of people. It's like just different stuff like that. And that was a really big lie. And I will like always remember that I was like they really just made this roll up for me because mm-hmm. they were scared like they they were scared of my dad like they well I can tell you that back. no I love your dad very much so <laughs> he's he's made a massive impact on my life but it wasn't that it was the hair no I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> I also remember that y'all tried to tease my hair and I was like don't leave it but she had to look like a ratted orphan do it for the theater <laughs> yeah but um God really spoke to me in that moment um. And I just remember him saying, like, I can use anyone I want to to bring mm. me glory. Go like, ahead. I remember him saying, like, I can use a little baby. Wow. I can use your grandpa. <laughs> I can use, like, anyone to bring me glory. And, like, that's, like, something that stuck with me all the time. And I just remember, like, you were the one person I felt the most comfortable with the whole show. Oh. Like, I was like, if Amy's at practice, I'm hyped. Like, <laughs> I'm going to be okay. When and, was I not? I know. I know but, like, just, right. like, the days, like, the days, like, we were like somewhere else and you yes, were like, we in another split we up. were split oh. up I would actually be like <laughs> oh <laughs> I was like yeah. he's not here oh my gosh, that's, <laughs> that's really sweet. scary um, that's sweet. um but yeah I just remember him saying like I I can use anyone to bring me glory um and I remember you just always talking about audience of one. And that's something I pray like now that I lead worship at my church, I yeah. pray that every single Sunday, mm-hmm. like Jesus. God, just like, this is not about anyone out there. Just help this be about the audience of one. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Any, and then you too, you had that verse as well. Yes. And is there anything <laughs> that maybe hasn't been touched that you wanted to just like echo a little bit more into it? Um, um, also I've like having a childlike childlike yes. faith yes like this Talk whole this whole like year and last year i've just been like i want to have that like hype i had when i was in like mm-hmm. sandy and like i was in the play like i felt home mm-hmm. and i Jesus. felt just like whole and i felt loved and it was just so many different things and it was because i had a childlike faith oh, wow and yeah, like i so good and wow. like my ninth grade year i was on the varsity volleyball team and stuff and I struggled with mental health so bad. Like, I had depression. I had anxiety. And I hated it. And I was like, what? Like, 
like what can I do to make me have a childlike faith again? Like yeah. I did not know. Like I was I struggled so hard. And so I just started um really tuning in back to like music. Yes. And I started like just declaring what God says over like just over me. Like what he says about me. Over so me. good. My gosh. I can't even. Um, <laughs> wow. Um <clears throat> I and I think I just don't I mean, again, it's Holy Spirit. That's we, we get to stand in this place every single time. And that was my verse, y'all. Um, at the very end where it was like, I'm going to read the TPT version. No one on the other end is going to be shocked because mostly I do. Um, but um, don't be intimidated was the words, um, which I find very, very great right now. Don't be intimidated by those who are older than you. Simply be the example they need to be, um, excuse me, to see by being faithful and true in all that you do. Speak truth and live a life of purity and authentic love as you remain strong in the faith. I think the key right there is to remain strong in the faith and then to go back to the fact of like, I am not intimidated by these worlds and by these um and again, we've got to break this stigma of where we're looking to the left and we're looking to the right and we see a competition, but we need to see a collaboration and we need to see um, a culture be re reshifted to be able to be looked as kingdom. And so there's an opportunity within um, within these fields of where y'all are being called into and, and beyond, no matter what field you get called into. I think that's the most beautiful thing about um, what we got to do. You guys got to see how like that, that instance in that moment, the Lord said, restore childlike faith. You knew that because we laughed, we giggled, mm -hmm. we, we danced, we, um, we, we had a grand old time, much <laughs> like we're having today. Um, and it is, it's the essence of who the father is. And mm -hmm. so don't lie, <laughs> don't lie to yourself that you are just because you're at a certain age, I'm right there with you. That has been my prayer this whole past year is God restore an innocence within me. That is mm -hmm. such a childlike faith where I see no, no limitations, no boundaries, but I see a limitless possibilities because you're in front of me and that's who you are like you're omnipotent you're omniscient you're omnipresent like you're in it all and you're everywhere and so can i can i just join in with that and then in return you think about it he he says i'm giving you the holy spirit and you're going to do greater things than even i did well if you understand that then it goes like that idea of like it truly is endless mm -hmm. possibilities in front of you so um Guys, I'm so thankful. Um, this turned out way better than I thought it was going to. I do have something. To Please add. add. Um, because just take the you, mic, Aaron. <laughs> take the mic. Back. We call, we call um, him uh, PA sometimes, <clears throat> Pastor Aaron. So oh, he got a word, baby. We got a word from the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but while you guys were talking about that, um, I was just thinking about how interesting it is that something that you were struggling with was age, but you yes. were like 18, and then we were also struggling with things of age, but we're like what would that be like 10, 9, 11, 12, yeah. whatever. Um, but then just thinking of the concept that like, even when you were 18 and you had people above you that you were like intimidated by or worried by or what, or like whatever that may be. Um, you also had people below you that you were influencing. So it's wow. like, we're always yep. at the Absolutely. center of influence to where wow. we can like, we can sh have an impact on the people who are older than us, but we can also have an impact on the people that are younger than us. Mm -hmm. And like, so it's like, it's always weird how we always place ourselves at the bottom of the totem yes. pole and we're like, oh no, everyone's just going to influence me and what will I ever do? But like, <laughs> if you think about it, there's always people on both ends of it that you can touch and that like, you'll make the impact on them. And it's crazy how 
the audience of one thing, like Kadi was saying, that's something that I still pray before every show. And it's like, wow. I almost feel not complete to like not pray that before oh every show. Cause gosh. then I'm like, I feel like my focus is un, oh is like shifted in the wrong way. Jesus. But so it's like that one thing that he gave you as an 18 year old then impacts all of these elementary middle school kids. And now we're carrying that into like our college years and and graduating high school and all that stuff. So it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just here. We are again. Okay, <laughs> they're there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I guess we're we know who's going to take over the podcast, guys. Um, we'll just give it over to these guys. Um, squad of four. <laughs> squad of four. Um, hey, there's the Fantastic Four. So. In my book, guys, you won the Fantastic Four today. Oh, so, um, that's where's my piggy award? <laughs> um, guys, I'm so so thankful. And um, let's just—we're gonna just—we always end um, every single episode just to be able to call back unto um, y'all to be in a posture and a position that allows you to go back into the field of where you are. But from the bottom of my heart, I just want to say thanks, and I. Mm-hmm. I believe in you guys so much. I, I'm i so excited to see what God's going to do with each and every one of you and how he's going to take these personalities and these smiles and these um, just these characters of who he has created you, not a character. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he has created such a unique personality within you and it impacts. You guys have laid a handprint at the very end of the show. Shoot. Um, <laughs> at the very end of the show, we got to, because we were going after those who aren't seen, those who aren't known, those who are loved in this moment. And there are orphans that are standing in a place, true orphans. And then there's an orphan spirit um, that we can easily team up with. And um at the very end of that show, we took a big old wooden sign and we we put every single kid's handprint on that board. And part of me never wanted to get rid of that board because that time laid a handprint on my life. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you for impacting my life to then be able to sit here years and years ago. And I would not be who I am today without that time and without y'all in my life. So glory to God. Um, but yes, back to the posture and the position of what it is. Um, so just receive this today just know just know that um he's not done with you you are so so much he's so in love with who you are as his son or his daughter and so open your hands receive and just let him speak this over you may the lord bless you as you take your place as a warrior in the battle of reclaiming the arts for the kingdom May you walk boldly as the masterpiece you were created to be, defined only by your Father's voice. May God's divine creativity flow through you as a reflection of your Maker. May pride, comparison, fear, pressure, insecurity, and all other footholds of evil in our industry be silenced by God's truth. May you encounter the heart of the Father, the love of the Savior, and the power of the Spirit in your life every day this week. You are seeing... You are known and you are loved. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week.